Hey guys, welcome to a um, P-Cast, because you have your pod, and you have your peas in the pod. No one's going to get that. What happens after death is a good one. Okay. I think we could roll with what happens after death, because really it's it's a topic that's mostly explored in religion, I suppose. But there's a spirituality around it that I think most people can sort of have an idea or come to peace with it. What do you guys think happens? Honestly, I know. Which one of you is believe that after death it, that's it yeah I do I've sort of thought about it and I don't know it almost makes me laugh that like it's hard to fathom that it's hard to fathom nothingness see it's funny because I feel like after you sort of come to terms with it it's hard to fathom anything but like how could you think that there is something else when you've got nothing to show for it? I don't know though I feel like I go through stages sometimes where I feel like where at no point in my life I feel though feel like I've been religious I feel as though there's a spirituality around it like I don't know if soul's the right term but I don't know it's a, it's a very hard thing to describe but sometimes I go oh maybe there's something I read something good and it was like once you die you talk to a guy not necessarily in the clouds but and then you you can only experience after life after you've experienced every life on earth so you die and then you go back into a different body, experience that life, and you have to experience every life that's ever existed and ever will, ever has been. And then once you do that, you like just, I don't know, reach omniscience. That'd be kind of cool. I, I like the idea that we live this life in a loop. Yeah. Or that you do get put into a different body. You know, like my dad spoke to two different mediums or, you know, someone who's claims to be a psychic of some description and apparently both of them told him that he was a medic for the french in like world war world war one both like one said it on the gold coast and one said it in canberra two completely different people and i was like that's a cool coincidence isn't it (laughs) surely there's just like a psychic massive psychic community who's like Oh yeah, so everyone just tell people every this cunt week. with black hair. Sorry, we'll cut the cunt bit. <clears throat> yeah, for for this bit. this month's uh... <laughs> the third what part? Cut. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> four. It just keeps going. Four what? I, I'm not keeping up. <laughs> I said cut, <laughs> and we're at five. Five cunts. Five six. <laughs> I like to think that um, there's a certain amount of energy in the universe you can't create more of it you can't get rid of it it's always there and always will be and flows through everything and then once you die your energy just gets put put into something else that's literally the law like you you can't create or destroy energy it can only be transferred or transformed well that, that's in this from a science perspective not so much energy but like just life there's only so much of it and once it's gone somewhere else like once the I guess the Train of thoughts coming. Stay there. Chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> what, what would you say? Um, I guess it's in some movies. Like, what would you call your body a vessel? Yeah. Buddh- I think Buddhists believe that. So, as long as you're pure in the mind, it doesn't really matter what you do with your body. And I think that's why they view lady boys as okay. Because as long as you're pure, like, as long as you're pure of mind and pure of heart, your body is just a vessel. And I, I think. For me personally, I think even if there is something afterwards, live like this is it. 
Yeah, that's definitely a good mindset to have. Yeah, it's true. very, very funny coming from someone who doesn't do much with themselves. <laughs> yeah, I know, but okay. My advice to other people, because do as I say and not as I do, live like this is it. you got to wonder though. So if we've got these vessels and they're considered to be, you know, object and physical and like a stationary thing. <laughs> this chair is so fucking squirky. <laughs> Sit in one fucking spot. We're recording for probably 10 minutes. <laughs> and we've already, we've probably cut about half this. Yeah, oh, really? Go on, Harper, sorry. So if you look at it from a, almost, almost scientific, but... <laughs> I'm just going to wait. Yeah, <laughs> the teacher at the room. It's your lunchtime, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, you're only playing yourselves. I've got my lunch here, guys. I'm set. P, B, and J. I'll get paid either way, kids. <laughs> it's your time. All right, carry on. Sorry, Josh. I'll try and compose myself. <laughs> try. So think about it like this, right? We're a physical object, or at least our bodies are. So at some point, that would well if if everything that we are is just made up of like scientific prospects, so like a physical body, uh, a certain pattern, whether it be like whether it be to do with cognition, so like electrical patterns in your brain, if you're looking at it from a scientific perspective, you should be able to map all of that and perfectly recreate it. Obviously, it's not, you know we don't have that sort of technology at the moment, but maybe one day we will. The question that arises when you're talking about an afterlife also sort of brings up whether you can recreate an exact person is that person once they've been you know mapped out and recreated the same person is it a different person will they have different memories and thought patterns will their experiences then vary from each other so if you've got two people one's an exact copy of the other based on everything they've experienced mapped out all brain patterning everything that's happened in the past and then you put them through the exact same situation, you know, as a as a as a test subject or something like that. Will they be the same person? And then so if things are different or the same, that's how you maybe not how, but that's where you start looking into things like what actually differentiates us as people from just other things that can be recreated. So if there is something special You should see that special thing again, let's say if someone goes into a different body that unique bit of them you should see again? Is that what you're saying? Well, surely that unique thing can't necessarily be mapped out. And therefore, that would imply that there's something extra, like an afterlife or a spiritual haven or something like that. Whereas if it can just be completely copied and recreated perfectly in the exact same situation, that would almost imply that there's nothing. It is just nothingness once you die. From a scientific perspective, I remember someone that they thought that the soul weighed 21 grams yeah that's a really common but i think it's just that's your like your last breath it must be i don't know does like does your weight vary based on your inhaling and exhaling give me one sec you couldn't top ladder if you fucking tried yeah so okay so here the mass of a breath is approximately about 0.5 to 5 grams a litre of air weighs about 1.2 kilos per cubic metre. A litre of air weighs about 1.2 grams, 1.2 kilos per cubic metre. Per person, per winner, per day. 
oh, I forgot about the conversion rate and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Oh, all the to Bath. Yeah, and then... I yeah. was waiting for it. I was waiting yeah, for it. Oh, and we're on Eastern Standard Time, not Daylight Time anymore, so, you know. For reference to the uh, listeners, this is just a thing we do when um, a fact is said. We tend to just blow things out about things that really don't need to be considered, but also really need to be considered. Oh, we forgot about inflation. Fuck me. <laughs> Always forget inflation. Oh, and Brexit's coming up. Remember that. That's right. Okay. And the election's just been... Oh, yeah. But then it happened on the 18th of May. So that changes it. No, it's a double negative. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> and if we're multiplying through by that negative, then... Yeah, you, fuck, you're right. You're right. Oh, no. Long division. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is only funny to us. Yeah, I know. And that's okay. the good. All right, so... So if you come to terms, do you believe you've come to terms with the fact that you think there's nothing after death? Yeah, 100%. Fuck yeah. I can't wait to not listen again. <laughs> not have seems... one person ever again go to me, how was your day? It's going to be unreal. <laughs> just seems like a... I don't know if you'd say that's a sadder life. Imagine not looking forward to something. But all I look forward to is the next day. <laughs> like... It's going to fucking suck when you're about to die, eh? <laughs> oh, I but guess would, it, would it, though? Because, like, I I have no worry about... I Look, I've read that book. I've done enough shit to go to hell. <laughs> and I don't worry about that because, for me, it's not there. I don't know. It's, it's hard for me... Because I think out loud, right? Out loud, I've only ever said, I believe in nothing after death. And I'm quite... And... Honestly, in my heart of hearts, if that is it, I am fine with that because that's just how it is. And I won't know I'm dead because I'll be dead and it won't be a problem for me. And after I die, I just want the cheapest possible option for my family. Like, that's it. But there's any number of times in any given year or maybe even a month or a week or a day, I'll go... Maybe there's something else. Like, there's... I don't want to say too many coincidences or or this or that, but, you know, yeah, like... I think you can be atheist and still spiritual. Yeah, I don't think they... I don't think being an atheist comes hand in hand with just believing there's nothing after death. Or... Well... Spiritual's different, I believe. Yeah, it does and it doesn't, right? Because... Basically, all like atheism is not a belief system; it's just sort of a way of thinking. Like it's different in the sense that it's just like show me the evidence, as opposed to as opposed to no, I believe there's nothing. No, I believe there's nothing till I see evidence against it. It's different. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah do you understand. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just not getting a lot of response from that end of the table. <laughs> yeah, I said, I, I'm. I'd be happy with if there wasn't anything after death it was just nothing but I'd like to believe there is don't know what I'm not sure there is but I'd like there to be that's what religion's a thing but right it's a nice yeah. thought what if it came down to um, your belief determined how you ended up exactly so, so if, people... you, if you believe that there's a heaven or something like that you'll go there and live in that state of euphoria forever if you believe there's nothing other people can observe you in a state of nothing you know, if you believe that there's only sort of a hell or a purgatory or something like that, other people can observe you in 
that way it turns out that. turns out afterlife is the core of your brain that your brain has grown over and evolved over like millions of years it never dies your body does and that's all it's like a light that just stays on and it's your the core of your imagination and what happens after you die you just live in that little part of your brain forever that'd be fucking unreal that might waste away with your body but like it'll be there atomic subatomic it's always there and you're just stuck in your own brain for the rest of your life fuck that that's that's probably I don't know that was always my biggest fear like being trapped alone with yourself (laughs) not only that it was death being like you're sleeping that always worried me. So you've still got consciousness, but you've but got you no control over it. But you and it's just nothing and black. Yeah. You just and like, I used to... Like, as a kid, I worried about that more than any pro- any kid probably should. And I don't know why. It wasn't like the way I was brought up. It wasn't anything like that. It was just me going, that'd be fucked. It's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is quite a scary thought, like you're in a position where you've got some form of consciousness but complete disorientation, no way to reference yourself or anything like that. Like, Imagine just being stuck in a dreamscape where anything can change at any point. You've got no control, no point of reference, no way of getting out or in or anything of that nature. It'd nearly be like losing more than three of your senses. Yeah, walking around blind, deaf and dumb. Having said that, that sometimes I enjoy it. What? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean, but I think it. Do you think it's naive to fathom that, not be able to fathom that there's nothing at the end? Like, do you think it's naive to go that? Well, when we die, there has to be something else because there couldn't be an existence without me in it. Like, do you view like magpies when they die? there's an afterlife for them that's actually a really big thing a lot of people have, a lot of people run that as why there is their opinion of why there is nothing afterwards because they think surely there is nothing insignificant yeah exactly they think how can people be so self-centered to think that they're like we're important enough for there to be something afterwards that's just consciousness isn't it or yeah just a level of intellect I mean there's I think a part of me that goes, oh, there's nothing afterwards. It, it's a bit of that. It's a bit of, well, look, there was nothing. There was plenty before me and there'll be plenty after me. Make the most of this bit of time. And that's just how it's, how it's happened. I think it would be ignorant of people to assume that there is something afterwards purely based on the fact that that we can't understand what it could possibly be. Yeah. Do you think it's... Sorry, fuck, I've just lost my thought, but it was a good one. <laughs> Based on our evolution and our sensory reception of the universe, it makes it pretty well impossible for humanity to fathom both nothing and infinity. Do you think if there was an afterlife we wouldn't have this instinct like all other animals to survive and when people are in unspeakable pain mentally or physically they choose to end it 
because they have the belief that nothing's afterwards because they know there's nothing afterwards. Like if there's something afterwards, why do we why do we pride everything on the fact that we have to survive? Why is there that base instinct? And then when people don't want to live anymore, they don't want to be conscious anymore, they end it if there's something afterwards because they know they'll just be awake afterwards. It's nearly like the movie Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. Have been meaning to watch that. There's a scene in it where they talk about um, two different cells and if there's an event with one cell where there's like natural disasters or anything where it can die, it'll choose to reproduce. But if there's a cell where it's perfectly safe and can thrive, it'll live forever. Yeah, right. Now saying that, I have no idea why I brought that up because I've completely forgot what we were talking about beforehand. Just the idea that if there's an afterlife, why do we feel that need to survive? And if there is an afterlife, then why do people in pain choose to end their lives? That could come from a fear of sensory deprivation. Could be. That like, yeah. you know, the body could just reject the thought of literally nothing, which drives it to, you know, it then strives to at least have something. That was good. Well, let us know your thoughts. That'll, that's us. Come to an end of our, our first Small Talks episode. That was... Yeah. What happens after death? 